next on BYU Sports Nation. Hot takes from new BYU head football coach Kalani Sitake. What was the best thing you heard from the coach yesterday? BYU's all-time leading rusher Harvey Unga joins the show today, where he thinks a new staff will make the biggest impact for Cougar football. Plus, your second chance to hear Sitake's first interview as head coach, and we're jamming with BYU women's hoops coach Jeff Judkins. Do I hear seven straight wins? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tuesday, December 22nd, wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. Great to be back with Brian Logan, who also serves as the BYU Football Alternate Uniform Consultant. And I am Spencer Linton. That's right. Holla at your boy if you need some new ideas, fresh up-to-date, modern looks to get you feeling good. And we all know what happens when you feel good, you play good. And when you play good, you get paid good. If you could do one thing as an alternate uniform, what would you do for BYU football? I'd have gray and royal. I'd have... uh, Wait, a, like a, like like mostly gray, like yeah, ice the, gray with be, royal. Yeah, it would be all it would be all gray, uh, and then I'd have a splash of dark gray with a hint of white trim around it. Yeah. <laughs> You've thought about this for a while, haven't you? No, man, I just freestyle. I'm an artist. <laughs> I'm an artist at heart. You know, this is just this is just secondary. This is backup. Would you stay loyal to the royal? Yeah, definitely. I would. If I if I could change it all, man, I would I would go back to the royal. Um, you know, I understand there's maybe lesser sales would come with the Royal compared to Navy because it's, you know, Navy, it Navy. Well, you got, it? yeah, because you got to think about Navy. Navy can go almost with anything. It's a little bit harder with, with Royal. You have to watch out with, 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 with what you try to match with. And so I understand maybe the sales, but uh, more long term. Uh, but I would paint the whole school, man. Everybody, I would change everybody's uniforms to Royal and all everything I see Navy. I would change the Royal. You give a mouse a cookie, Brian. I said one thing. <laughs> I said one thing, and all of a sudden we're changing you the know entire how school. I do, man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Kalani Sitake wearing the BYU Sports Nation Stay Loyal to the Royal hoodie? I didn't see in that. the offices yesterday. It was awesome. I he took a picture it. with the Tulamili guy who played uh, on that '96 team with Chad Lewis. They had the dual tight ends. Went to the Cotton Bowl. It was just it's just the unification, the unifying feeling. That existed yesterday from the press conference with him on campus. It was it was so unique. It was ta- it was like tangible energy. It, yeah, you know what I, I I saw a little bit of of Blaine's interview. Heard a little bit of it, and I could just hear it in his voice. And it jumped out, you know, in the like for me watching it on my iPhone. I it jumped out in me to me the just the 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 energy and how. I felt like he was getting goosebumps and was getting excited, and it just transformed to me. You know, we—I mean, we are related. That's my uncle and everything. But yeah, from a from a band of brothers standpoint, why are you smirking? I'm not <laughs> from smirking. a band of brothers standpoint. I definitely felt it. Let's start with today's BYU Sports Nation headlines and go with Kalani Satake, introduced as the head coach of BYU football yesterday in a press conference here at BYU Broadcasting. He had his first interview as head coach with us, BYU Sports Nation. Your second opportunity to hear that interview happens in 15 minutes. Well, not official. Looks like we may have the first member of the new staff. Elisa Tuiaki 
will follow Kalani Satake from Oregon State to join BYU staff, according to a post on his Twitter and his Instagram accounts. Tuyaki was the Beavers' linebackers coach. Prior to that, he coached D-line, fullbacks, and tight ends at Utah. Uh, running backs and special teams at Utah State. This is one of his posse. This is yeah. one of Coach Satake's Oh, yeah, posse. That's, the, that's the homie right there for sure. BYU men's basketball in action today in Hawaii facing Harvard at 5 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU. That's not 5 p.m. Mountain, Brian. Mm-hmm. That's, that's 3 p.m. Mountain, 5 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. <laughs> Thank you. The Cougars are without there. Jake Toulson, who is taking a medical leave of absence from the team. Jimmer Fredette scored 19 points Jimmer! while grabbing. Thank you, grabbing two rebounds and dishing two assists in a 100 to 92 Westchester Knicks victory over the Erie Bayhawks. Go Dubs! Rise and shout! It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Kalani Satake, hot takes. Just, just proud to be part of this family. I've never left. I've always been part of BYU. Always bled blue. You may have noticed the trend of growing excitement and enthusiasm for BYU football. And right now, among the fan base and alumni, it's currently navigating to a place it hasn't been for a while. Listen to this. Okay, Brian, first of all, before we get to some of my favorite tweets from yesterday Mm -hmm. from members of BYU Sports Nation, I haven't had an opportunity to hear your raw reaction to what Kalani Satake said yesterday. So what was on your mind as you were watching him in this press conference situation? Man, it, you know, to be, to be honest, it was, it was a little bit sad for me because uh, I hate to be a downer right now. I'm going to bring it back up, so bear with me. Um, it was a little bit sad because of, you know, Bronco leaving, and it was a little bit weird and odd, and I was like, who's this guy? What, what is he going to do? He's not going to be better than Bronco. All this stuff, right? <laughs> and, and then as he started speaking – um, and I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me, and, and we'll play a few bites here in a second, um, is, is about just the, the brotherhood and how he wants to connect um, all of the, of the former players, the current players together, and how he bleeds blue, um, and that it's never left him at all. And that's exactly how I feel. I mean, that's, that's probably one of the, the main reasons why I, I still stay in Utah, um, even though my wife wants to leave. I, I love you, Kenna Logan. I know you're watching right now. But uh, I, I, it's true, man. All jokes aside, it's it's there's such a connection to this place that it, it, I, I mean, aside from Disneyland, it's the best place on earth. Next level excitement. We're talking into the stratosphere. Take for example these tweets from various members of BYU Sports Nation, led by at SKW, who said, "I'm literally joining the Cougar Club today. I'm ready to go to <laughs> battle for Coach Satake." <laughs> nice at ZO6 Lover. It's better than Christmas morning to have Coach Kalani Satake. And then Tyler JLV follows it up with this. I'm sold. Sign me up. I'll go to war for this guy. Brian, you always talk about that. I want to play for a coach that I'll go to war for. You said that about Ruffin McNeil, who is Mm -hmm. now going to coach with Bronco Mendenhall at Virginia. Yeah, that's exactly what you want in a leader, somebody that you can rally behind. And, and you know, I'll run through a brick wall. I'll run a thousand pursuits, maybe not a thousand, but I'll run. I'll, I'll do whatever I have to do uh, to help you win, coach. That brings us to today's Twitter question. Brian, would you do the honors? What was the best thing you heard from Kalani Satake yesterday during his conference? First tweet in from at Shamo says, it's not what I heard. It's what I saw. I saw passion and enthusiasm from Kalani, Lavelle, and the former players. The old ball coach mm. in attendance 
I'm telling you, the feeling in that Amen. room Amen was to incredible. That. Amen to that, brother. Some of the best things we heard start with recruiting. And depending on who you ask, that is the single most important thing that a head football coach, especially at the Division One level, will do in his tenure. It starts with getting the right guys. Kalani is an amazing salesman, and he joked about convincing his wife to date him on campus. <laughs> and then Blaine Fowler backed that up with, like, if you've met her, like, you're like, wow, you really outkicked your coverage, man. <laughs> so that goes to what he can do as a recruit. Now, he does it, though, with genuine character. There's, there's just nothing fake about it. Listen to this. Uh, recruits, get ready, because you know, I'm living proof. I'm going to look in the eyes. I'm, I played here. I lived this life. I met my beautiful wife here. I made great friends, brothers for life here. And so this is a great place for you if you want to be part of that. Recruits, get ready. Brian, he's making that sales pitch to you. What's going through your mind? Man, I mean, I, I, I just – that type of stuff right there, it gets you, it gets you goosebumps. And that's, I, I think, where you start to develop that passion and that enthusiasm and that excitement for wanting to put it all out on the line for, for, you know, for, your, for your coach and, and for your brothers and – you know, I loved what he said as far as the the band of brothers, and um, that's something that I hold dear to to my heart. Is these guys? It doesn't it doesn't even matter um, what teams I was on 2009, 2010. If we won, or if we lost, it doesn't. It, it, it's irrelevant. Uh, I've I have personal relationships with with a lot of these guys. I, I met their wives, and their wives are friends with mine, and and kids, and and seeing their kids grow up and inter- and that's a special place, man. That's something that doesn't happen uh, usually when you hear teams. Uh, getting together and, and after 10 years or so, it's the national championship teams and they had a spectacular year and they're doing an ESPN shoot or something like that. You don't rarely see teams that have been uh, you know, broken up for, for 10 years or even teams that will go back or to, to, to current players and say, hey, this is what we did and vice versa. So I, I, I love hearing that first and foremost. Don't take Kalani Sitake's meekness and his humility and his gratitude as the sign of weakness. You better believe that when it comes to getting down to work, he's going to go full steam ahead. Now this hot take. I'm going to be myself, you know, and so, um, yeah, I got, a, I got a little mean streak in me, but it's about passion. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'm really, I'm more positive than anything. I, I want to I see guys excel, and I'm going to demand that they, they do as best as they can. Okay, Brian, can you have a coach that says, I'm positive, but still brings that passion will get in your face. How, how do you walk the line as a coach that is just trying to motivate, but in a positive fashion? How do you do that? I mean, that's, that's the, that, my friend, is the formula. That is, that's the, that's the, the struggle and, and the challenge. I think that's what separates a good coach from a bad coach is by being passionate and still being able to you know, convey his message in, in a way that's going to get his guys without to, making to, you feel like play. the scum of the earth. Yeah, exactly, man. It's your job. You're a leader. You you have to communicate to to your players and to your staff in in certain ways. Certain coaches and and players they interact differently. Something I like what Coach Mendenhall did was he made everybody take a personality test. So you knew how you learned. You knew uh, how you would take certain feedback and information, um, but. That's something that, as a head coach, you you have to rely on on your staff. But I love the fact that he said, "I'm going to be myself." I think something that that happened with Coach Mendenhall was, and a lot of fans saw it, and they said, "Wow, 
he's not he's different these last few years with the media he's different there's something weird and I'm like no man that's himself he's been like that forever behind the scenes joking around and clowning around but when he gets in front of you guys yeah it's a little bit different so I love that Satake said hey I'm gonna be myself and I'm gonna do what I gotta do to be successful what do you mean you guys you people, man. You. T- <laughs> pointing at you. Point- My finger is pointing at you, hey, Spitzer. man. The mm. green room snack guy has his own unique relationship <laughs> with Bronco Mendenhall and uh, starting to form a nice one with Kalani Satake. You talked about the brotherhood, the band of brothers, yeah. and the past, present, and future kind of all coming together in this hard-to-explain press conference unless you were in the building. And I don't know. Maybe it did translate through the camera lens and because it seems like a lot of people were catching the emotion of that, but that certainly is in play as well. And it hasn't been BYU. BYU hasn't had a coach that was a former player in 78 years, Ooh. 1937. The last time that was in place. Now Kalani Satake takes over and a new age of BYU football begins, but that doesn't mean that it's all about him. And I, I loved that. He, he made it very clear this is a total team effort. I'm going to rely on a lot of dudes. Listen to this. The first thing I'll tell you is that I'm not doing it by myself. And I'll do it with a lot of advice and a lot of, um, you know, recommendations from people that are around the program. And, uh, you know, all of us doing it together as a group, that's, that's, I think it's going to make this place special. Okay, Brian, why or why not? Is that a good approach? That's, that's a sign of a, of a great leader right there is to understand your weaknesses, understand your strengths, understand when to delegate certain tasks. And bottom line is you want to put people in your circle that are better than you. That And, and you want to have the approach that it's okay that they're better than me. That's why I brought you on my staff. That's why I asked you for this help because you're better than me at this area. Humility, man, the humbleness of this guy will take him a long way. What was the best thing you heard from Kalani Satake yesterday? At one bald Cairo doc says, great Twitter handle, we, us, our, all in quotes, coming home. I want to get started now. Love the schedule. All relating to BYU and BYU football. Yeah, there were a lot of we's and us's. And- it's us, man. We're together, band of brothers. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, if you missed it yesterday, the initial interview with the head ball coach at BYU, Kalani Satake, his first sit-down interview with the media. It happened right here in Studio B. You will not be disappointed. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Programming reminder, rather a time reminder, BYU basketball will tip off at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. We said 5 p.m. Eastern. Correction now to 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 Mountain. That game will be on ESPNU. The season finale of Inside BYU Football airs tonight on BYU TV with a two-part, one-hour special. Follow the Cougars as they get ready for the Las Vegas Bowl. We'll take you inside the locker room to hear Coach Mendenhall's final farewell addressed to the team and the introduction of Kalani Satake as the next head coach. Uh, tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV. Studio B was more than happy to host BYU's newest head football coach for his first sit-down interview under that new title, Kalani Satake, all access on BYU Sports Nation. Kalani, from myself and Jeremy and BYU Sports Nation, welcome back home to BYU. Thank you. It's great to be back. Studio B is a place that we hope you will find 
peace and solace. I'm looking forward to <laughs> as it. Yeah. We move forward. <laughs> there was about a minute before that press conference started live on BYU TV, and uh, we noticed you kind of looking around, soaking in all of your teammates and former band of brothers and coaches and whatnot. What was that like for you to see all of them here to welcome you back? It was a great experience. I was just trying to, you know, just remember it and um, just remember the feelings I had with all those guys and just. Um, it was overwhelming, but it was a, it was a, a really good feeling for me, a good experience for me. Their support, I felt, I felt overwhelming support from everyone in Cougar Nation and beyond. And so, uh, to have my teammates there to, to share this moment with a lot of people that were influential in my life in that room. So, uh, it was special for me. You walk into the building, and in the lobby, there's like 50 guys just waiting for you. What yeah. was what was that like? And did you know that was going to happen? I didn't know that was going to happen, but I was really excited to see them. It was a reunion of sorts, you know, and um, there are actually some players that played there uh, under Coach Mendenhall, so it was good to see them and um, just had a great relationship with so many different people um, from way back before I played to when I played to, to, you know, just recently. And so it was good to embrace them all and talk to them, and I look forward to getting to, you know, talk to them a lot more about the program and what their point of views are. We're big on Twitter on this show, uh-huh. and I'm gathering that your phone has been blowing up like crazy with Twitter followers. Uh, have you embraced the Twitter culture? Um, if you watch, if you look at my Twitter account, I don't tweet quite a bit. 141 so. times so far. Has it been? Yeah. And I don't know how many of those are originals because I think they're probably retweets <laughs> more. Than retweet anything. a lot, yeah. Yeah, so um, you know, I'll try to keep people posted, but I have a hard time telling people that I'm. This is what I'm eating, and this is. Not, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. You know, sure. bag on anybody else. Yeah. But yeah. Um, when I got when I get those tweets, I get hungry, and I'm kind of upset that I'm not eating that food. And so I don't want anyone to feel that way towards me. That how come this guy is always tweeting good food, you know? And just it just so I, I want to make people feel good, and I want to make sure that uh, more than anything, it's it's a way for me to show that my my um, my appreciation for a lot of people. It's been about 16, 17 days since Bronco Mendenhall announced that he was going to Virginia. What, what's the process been like since that day, and what was your reaction when you heard that news? It was awesome. I, I was really happy for Coach Mendenhall. It seemed like he really wanted to, to, you know, to go to a different program and, and really excited about the, the pay that he was getting for him and, and his family. But um, saw an opportunity where um, you know, a lot of people can, can come and, and sustain what he's, what he's already built and keep working with it. And so I embrace Coach Mendenhall and his staff and the way that they did things. I've been a fan of what, uh, of how they played on the field and the things that they did off the field. And so I'm just looking forward to getting to know everybody and, and uh, very, very thankful for this opportunity. And the process has been great. I mean, uh, everything with, with uh, Tom Homo has been outstanding and President Worthen has been un- unbelievable as well. Is that a wait to be contacted or is that a I'm going to send a text just to gauge the waters situation? I think it's a wait to be contacted type of deal. You know, I think that, um, I don't know, I've always had my eye to BYU since I left. I think that's just what happens when you graduate from here. You know, and so um happened to be in the business of football and always followed the team and, you know, from a distance because I was different places. But um always interested in what's going on. And, yeah, so I, I've had always a keen interest in, 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 the, in the program. And when I saw that opportunity, I, I was hoping I could be in the mix. At 40 years young, yeah, Kalani go. Satake, the new head football coach of the BYU Cougars, with us on BYU Sports Nation. When you first received the official offer from Tom Homo and from BYU that, hey, we, we want you. We want you to be the guy. Will you take the job? What was your reaction? I tried not to jump 
too loud and try to be too I try to be composed and I was really excited but um you know you're just waiting for that moment it's like um proposing to your fiance right you you hope they're going to say yes and you just <laughs> but when the moment hits you it's it's overwhelming and it was awesome and um yeah it, it was a great experience for me and this has all been unbelievable and I just I hope to let this thing roll into my job as head coach Let's talk about your name. I've read different meanings for your name, but will you tell us your full name and then the meanings of that? Yeah, it's Kelao Kalani Felipe Fifita Sitake. Oh, oh, that's really Super easy. easy. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I uh, actually learned how to spell it third grade. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what are the meanings of your name? Um, well, the, the first name's Hawaiian, so it's more with the... Uh, there's a lot of different meanings to it, but I don't know. I, I don't like talking about myself in that term, but some say there's gifts sent from heaven. Some say there's... Uh, excellence from above and so I, I try to try to tweak it to help me out in whatever situation I'm at when people ask about my name does that fit into some of your goals and and that language is kind of what you used in the press conference of let's be excellent let's be good yeah I mean I, I, I think that um I don't know I, I don't know how much of it came from my name rather than the people that gave me the name and so yeah I, I um you know like I said I'm, I'm not um here because of Everything I've done, I've, I'm here because a lot of people sacrifice and a lot of hard work by a lot of other individuals. And so I'm, I'm just a product of their hard work and sacrifice, and I'm, I'm proud to carry on. Okay, I need you to disregard the fact that I run a 5-3 40-yard dash right now. And okay. just let's say I'm a recruit. Let's he's, say, of, he's shocked at how slow that is. <laughs> <laughs> let's say I'm a recruit, whether on the phone or in person. What kind of a pitch are you making to them about coming to BYU? Well, I said before in the press conference that I, I played here. I went to school here. Um, student athletes and, and students all together that, played, that, that, that went to the school can tell you. They're, they're walking advertisements for the school. And so the experience here is, is one of a kind. There's nothing like it. And um, to be able to be a student here and, and, and also have the opportunity to be an athlete is a special one. And so I'm living proof of it. But there's more than that. There's a lot of others that, that I know that are, I'm, I've been – lifelong friends with, uh, never stopped, you know, and, and um, just having that, that tradition and everything behind it, it's just, it's just, you feel like a lot of ownership in this school, you know, so, yeah, that's going to be the recruiting pitch, and, and just getting to know them and see what they, you know, what their, what their goals are, and then see if it's in tune with what we want to do here. Has it set in that you're the head coach of BYU football? Uh, not yet, I mean, I, 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 I you know, I'm just really excited about the opportunity to meet the players. That's where I want, I want to get to the work. To the work, and so um, you know, we'll see what happens as, as we go throughout this. But I think that my job is to serve the players first of all, and to help them, um, and and, and uh, give them the, the great experience that I had when I played here, and uh, see how that goes. And who knows what that means for me as a head coach? But I'm just looking for the opportunity to help these young men. Understandably, you said you want to put together a staff as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. What are the conversations like reaching out to assistants and trying to, to formulate and piece that staff together? Well, there's first of all, there's a bunch of people that want to be involved. And um, it really doesn't take much for me to reach out because um, everyone, once, once, it, once the rumors started, it's, it, it all began from there. And then it's carried on until... You know, to I'm sure if I turn my phone on, there's a bunch of more messages there. So, do you have a Mophie like to charge your phone portably? Because I imagine no. your phone's dying a lot. No, once the phone dies, I'm done. <laughs> so, that's, you only have that small window. Once it starts getting to the red area, then you're pretty much done. 11 a.m. Yeah, yes, it doesn't really matter. If I, if I get time to charge it, then great. But yeah, that's 
that's I I don't I can't carry all this stuff with me and and uh, phones are getting too big nowadays. You know, yeah. I mean it's like carrying an iPad around. It's we've gone backwards. For real. Yeah. So they used to be big and then they went small and then now they're big again. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not one to. I don't have my phone on me right now, but I'll, I'll use it for recruiting. That's the most important part. How important is it to you to get at least part of your staff as mm-hmm. former BYU players? Well, if they're not, then they need to know the culture and they need to know what it's like to be part of BYU. And so um, I think it's huge for, for our players to know that these guys can understand what they're going through. But that's not like the prerequisite of being a coach. It's It's... Um, more importantly, how much do you really care about these young men and what are you willing to do to help them um, achieve their goals? You know, a- athletically, academically, and, so- and spiritually, socially, that's, that's what I care about. And, and we're going to put together a good staff because there's a lot of people that want to be here. There are a lot of people that are excited about the schedule next year as well, and I know you addressed mm-hmm. that in the press conference. Uh, but just from looking at it straight up, it, it looks like easily the hardest schedule top to bottom that BYU has ever faced as an independent moving forward, uh, what kind of success do you want facing a schedule like that? Well, the, the schedule's exciting. I mean, I want, that's what we want. You know, we, we want to be able to face those type of teams, uh, traditional powers, and uh, I think we belong in that mix. And so it's going to be awesome to get these guys ready to, to face that schedule and with the first game, you know, not, not very far away and the second game right there around the corner as well. So, yeah, we're, we're excited about it. And uh, being independent has allowed us the opportunity to, to see the schedule, which is definitely a Power 5 schedule. Six weeks and two days until signing day. What are the next six weeks going to be like for you as you try and keep certain guys and bring in your guys and all that? A lot of hustle, a lot, lot of work, and um, – Getting to, getting to know a lot of the young men, but recruiting is going to be really important for us. It's, it, it is everything in, in as far as being able to evaluate our guys and their talent and also their character and how they fit in our team and our, in our family. So that's really important for us, and it's going to be uh, – we have some time, but we need to take advantage of all of it. Your recruiting, oddly enough, includes potentially Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams. Have you had conversations with them, and, and or when do you plan on doing that? Yeah, I've talked to a, a great number of players here, and, and uh, I plan on talking to all of them. And um, if we have opportunity, I'd, I'd like to meet everyone before, um, you know, we have that team meeting. But I understand some guys are out of town, and it's really important for me to connect with those guys. And, and um, you know, looking forward to having them on this team. I think that their draw to this team has been what they started here. So it'd be, it'd be exciting to have them finish it here. Kalani Satake, the new head coach at BYU with us on BYU Sports Nation. You talked about your family and, and the support that they have been to you in this whole process. Tell us a little bit about your wife and your kids and, and uh, what the feeling is like there now that you're the head coach. Well, I met my wife at BYU. She's a student, you know, and so um, we were students back in the day, and I had to convince her that I was good enough to date, first of all, you know. But, <laughs> um, yeah, they've been, they've been awesome. And, and um, we've, we've, been, we've been followers of BYU ever since we left. And uh, it's just a joy to be back now. So um, we feel at home, and it's been unbelievable. And looking forward to building a home here for a long time and having my kids grow the way I did as BYU fans, being able to get in that stadium back when it was Cougar Stadium, now Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and be ready to roll, you know. So I think the only time we've been back in stadiums is when we played, played here and, and the Stadium of Fire, which is really exciting for them too. But, you know, let's get some fireworks on the field as well. Are we ever going to see the mustache again? Um, I don't know. I, I – 
I have to get uh, approval from the family. You know, I, I had the goatee before, and obviously that doesn't fit. But the, the, everyone needs to understand the goatee was to hide the double chin. You know, so uh, now that I can't grow the goatee anymore, uh, the mustache, yeah, maybe it can it can. The problem with the mustache it, it draws attention to me. So yeah. we'll see. I don't know. I think I'll keep it off for a while. Okay, okay, Kalani, it's been great to have you. We're excited to have you at BYU. Thank you, Jeremy. Before Thank you, you go, we have uh, one of twenty-five in existence right now. Uh, BYU Sports Nation, stay loyal to the Royal, as Chad Lewis put it, yeah. hoodies. Love we would it. like to this give you is, one This of is those. our welcome to BYU gift. Okay, thank you, Jerem. Thank you, Spencer. Appreciate it. Glad to have you with us. We'd also like you to sign the flag before you go. We'll uh, get you the Sharpie and uh, take care of business there. All right, let's go. Thanks, Coach. Thanks. Kalani Sataki in his first interview, sit-down style, as the head coach of BYU. Brian? I'm trying to get a hoodie, man, first and foremost. That's, that's, that's the one thing you took away from that, that thing, interview? That's the one thing I need, man. <laughs> I need a I need a slim fit medium. I don't Every, think we have any of those. I need a slim fit medium, man. I could do actually. I could do a small. That would be like a slim. Make fit. your appeal to Ben Bagley, our producer, Benjamin, for, for a small. I don't even think we ordered a small. What? We'll look into it. Coming up, BYU's all-time leading rusher, Harvey small. Unga. He needs an extra large. What his thoughts are on the immediate impact of a new staff of BYU football? Sure, people need love too, man. Gotta get some smalls. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Make sure you tune in tonight as David Nixon and myself star in the season finale of After Further Review on BYU TV. Join us as we break down what went wrong and what went right in the Las Vegas Bowl for the for the Cougars. I can tell you what went wrong. Five turnovers in the first ten minutes. Uh, yeah, that, uh, definitely. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot to mention. Uh, we will also be joined by Blaine Fowler my uncle, and Dave McCann. Tune in at 8 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV for after further review. I love that you used the verb star. Join me and David <laughs> Nixon as we star. As we star. That's that's a good <laughs> promo, man. That's, I was getting my media on. Yeah, I like you know? the self-promotion, man. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines. Kalani Satake introduced as the head coach of BYU football yesterday at a press conference that was held here at BYU Broadcasting. You can see that press conference and his first interview with BYU Sports Nation right now on demand, byutv.org slash DVR. Well, not official, but it looks like we may have the first member of Coach Satake's new staff. Okay. Um, the first member as being reported by his Twitter and his Instagram accounts his. from Oregon State's uh, coach Elisa Tuiaki. Elisa Tuiaki. Elisa. 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 I said Elisa. I'm sorry. Like Michael Elisa. It's, it's okay. My I'll, bad. I'll give you a pass on that. Uh, Tuiaki was the Beavers linebackers coach. Prior to that, he was the, he coached the D line, fullbacks, and tight ends at Utah. Uh, and then at Utah State, he coached the running backs and the special teams. BYU men's hoops in action today in Hawaii facing Harvard at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU. The Cougars will be without Jake Toulson, who's taking a medical leave of absence from the team. The Jimmer Fredette scored 19 points while grabbing two rebounds and dishing out two assists in a 100-92 Westchester Knicks victory over the Erie Bayhawks. Oh, man. The Balled heated out. rival, the Erie yes. Bayhawks mm. for the Dubs. Mm. Ah! <laughs> who is who is Westchester's rival? I have no idea. Never heard of More important that. things to discuss, like the fact that we have BYU's all-time leading rusher, 
and BYU Sports Nation contributor and friend Harvey Unga back in studio. B. Harvey, good to have you back, man. Great to be back, man. I appreciate it. Well, and even an ovation from Brian Logan. See, this is what happens when you have a true, Thank, when you, when you true, you. When you true <laughs> Bobs, man, you true band of brothers. That's what happens. I appreciate yeah. it, Let me clarify Good something. When mm-hmm. I said you need an extra large, stay loyal to the royal hoodie, that had nothing to do with the fact <coughs> that you're overweight at all. It, it was Thanks. just okay. your muscles, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate it because that's a sensitive subject. <laughs> it is, man. Especially in the wintertime. That's a sensitive subject. It's a little subject, insecure so right now. I, you know, I'm working on it. It's under yeah. construction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I get, I get yeah. it, too. Yeah. It's post-football props. <laughs> right? <laughs> Harvey, what was your first reaction when you heard the news that Kalani Satake would take over the head coaching responsibilities at BYU? Man, that was uh, one of the uh, most exciting things I'd heard in a while, uh, you know, from, from BYU football. It, uh, obviously, you know, watching the bowl game and everything was, was a little flustering, but then to come back home and, and hear that kind of news and, and have that kind of news um, – and, and know that you know he's going to be in there. He's going to be working and, and uh, you know taking over the reins. It's uh, it was it was an exciting thought and, and a happy thought. You know, um, I grew up with Kalani and, and uh, from from a young age, and, and so knowing him throughout the years, it's uh, it, it's amazing to see you know what he's accomplished and and you know what he still is accomplishing. Um, so to, to have him come back, it was one of the coolest things to see. Harvey, what are you hearing um, just from the, the former band of brothers and just the community? Uh, of the former players about this hire and how excited they are. Man, it, it was uh, it was really really interesting to see. So yesterday we went to the um, little luncheon mm-hmm. at the at the football office, and I had seen former players that I remember watching when I was growing up, and but had never seen them at BYU ever mm. until yesterday really mm. until yesterday and and one of the guys i hadn't seen for a while um come back was actually luke staley and and luke's Whoa. a good friend of mine so to see him come back you know to me it, it spoke a lot of kalani and who he is and and to have the players all come back it was man there was such a different vibe inside that football office um i, I don't well be he's never had these issues with coach Mendenhall or anything like that yeah go ahead and say it man just say it well <laughs> so, I mean I don't know if it was this like this way for you but when when I was there the second floor was like a ghost town yeah it was it no, was yeah. scary like yeah. the only reason why you're on the second floor is because you're either in trouble or you're gonna get some sort of lecture or something like that yeah. mm-hmm. so it was, it was hard like you know to be on the second floor when when we were players when we were there but being there yesterday Already, like, just the the whole vibe and the aura that we had in there was, you know, everybody was so relaxed and everybody was so happy. And, and even the former players talking to a lot of these guys, um, they they were saying this to me, too. They were like, Harv, this is the first time I've been back to BYU without having the feeling that I wasn't, you know, walking on eggshells. Yeah. Like, every time I had came back here to, you know, just to see how, the, how my alma mater was doing, how the program was doing, I felt like I was walking on eggshells when I'd come to the second floor. Yeah. But these guys came back, you know, yesterday, and, and um, the, the feeling, the camaraderie, and, and to see, you know, all those uh, all those guys, the former players and legends, come back. It, it was uh, it was way cool, and you know, something something really nice to to know that you know a lot of these guys have Kalani's back. See, it's it's interesting because I I felt that way, and I and I talked to Coach Mendenhall about it, and I said, hey man, it's not it's it's not cool when I get kicked out of practice, and it's not cool how. I feel like I, I'm di- ducking and dodging the security guard. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not cool. And and he, his face dropped, and he said, "Hey, you are you're a player first, man. You're not you're not media. Um, you're always welcome. If there's any issues, you know, come find me." And I'm like, "Well, one, first of all, coach, 
you are on the field practicing. <laughs> right. I can't. I can't. I can't even get on the field. First right. of all. Uh, second of all, you know, you got to get. You got to make this known. And I think that's the difference with 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 Coach Kalani is is that that even though both of them want former players to come back and and they have no problem with it, I, I think just that vibe and that aura that Kalani brings is is it's open arms. You know, compared yeah, to Bronco, yeah. maybe kind of not being that so much like Kalani. No, I, I totally agree. And and Kalani, he um. You can tell from even his press conference that he's he's the type of guy that is very he's very humbled and very welcoming and um you know just just the way he uh carries himself it's a way that you can actually go up to him and have a conversation without him trying to like look into your soul and diagnose you <laughs> for you know I'm like you know you know that stare you know exactly what I'm talking about that stare man like and it's the like most did, awkward did stare you, in the world did he read his scriptures did, yeah, did he exactly. go to I'm like oh it was shoot hard. He, I didn't go to church on Sunday he knows he knows yeah. oh my god it was the hardest thing that, I'm telling you Spence you laugh but he, like, yeah, he serious, you ask any of the former players they know what stare I'm talking about <laughs> so and and that was you know it's it's hard and, and I don't even know I mean I can't imagine as a fan if you were to come up to him and like say something i don't know I don't, i've never seen him interact with a fan so i don't know if he like yeah. looks into their soul too and like, <laughs> are you fully invested are you, are you really on or you know what i mean and i love i love coach man to death but yeah. i it was just it was hard to kind of break down those walls of communication uh with him and different approaches different yeah, styles different, completely yeah, different, different styles, styles. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Harvey Unga with us in studio B on BYU Sports Nation talking about the hire of Kalani Satake, a guy he knows very well, spent a lot of time with as he was growing up. Where do you think this new staff will have the biggest impact on BYU football in year number one? Man. I, I, I don't, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I think with, with Kalani and his approach to things um, – he he's he's definitely focused on recruiting right now, um, so I think in his first year he he's definitely going to look um, right now to the recruits that he he's spoken to at Utah as well as Oregon State, but then also hold tight to the ones that you know we have here at BYU that we've already um, you know given scholarships to and whatnot. But um, I think o- overall it, it's um, it's hard to say just because you don't have a coaching staff right now. Um, you don't know exactly. Uh, obviously, you don't know who he's going to hire and, and what kind of mentality you know his his OC may have or you know what they're looking for. So, um, it, right now, I can see you know the defense um, being definitely the the strong point right now, just because they kind of have a base to work off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's hard to say right now, just because there's there's really no coaching staff to to kind of work things out and, and see where we lie. One day at a time. Exactly. Harvey, yeah. it's been great to have you back in Studio B. We need to do this more often, okay? Let yeah. me know. I'd love, yeah. I'd love to join you guys. I appreciate you guys. I heard from a little birdie you're going to be the running back coach. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just heard that. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, well so I, I, uh, I'd love to be the emotional support coach and, <laughs> and, and cheerlead on the side and whatnot. But, yeah, who knows? You know, Kalani's got a lot on his hands. and. Hey, you know, whatever he decides. You're our great. emotional support, and we appreciate that. That's right. I Harvey Unga that. in Studio B, everyone. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation, and welcome to the club. Up next, it's Jammin' with former NBA guy and BYU women's hoops coach Jeff Judkins. What was his number one priority when he got his first head coaching gig? Stay with us.
BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan live in Studio B. Hope you're enjoying the holiday season. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of BYUSN Live, the rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. Yes, 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, Yesterday, I was so excited to watch you guys, and I was like, yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And... I literally waited till like six o'clock, and I was like, "Oh, Eastern, my bad." So don't make that mistake, folks. Uh, Four p.m. Mountain. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah, see, I blame you guys actually for not saying that. Uh, Jaron, more specifically, uh, the season finale of Inside BYU Football airs tonight on BYU TV with a two-part, one-hour special. Uh, follow the Cougars as they get ready for the Las Vegas Bowl and go inside the locker room to hear Coach Hall's final address to the team mm. and his introduction to Kalani Satake as the next head coach for the BYU Cougars. That airs tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV. Hashtag emotional. Yes. For sure. Joining us now, jamming with Juddy, Jeff Judkins, BYU women's basketball coach, former NBA player, Coach, good to have you back in studio. It's nice to be in the studio. You've, you're working for the holidays, man. We'll get to that in just a bit. <laughs> but I want to get your opinion on yesterday's introduction of Kalani Satake. What was the best thing you heard about or from the new head football coach at BYU? Well, I, I sad to say I didn't really hear anything because I'm preparing for a game tomorrow. Oh, you're trying San to do Diego. work? Trying yeah. to do work, but um, not everybody can take vacation off. Yeah, right? like not everybody's like everybody. Yeah, yeah. Not, not everybody can. Week. Not everybody can fake fake yeah. work, right? But um, you know, I, I I'm excited because I think uh, he's paid his dues. I've been there. I was 15 years into coaching. I wanted to get my head job. Um, I think he's prepared himself. Uh, he will do a great job. Um, I'm excited to get to know him. I've heard a lot of great things from people that I do know that know him very well. Um, and uh, I know one thing, they'll play some defense. I know that, as we saw with the Utah game, Utah's defense has been good for a long, long time, and I think BYU has gotten their defense where they need to get it, and I think he'll just come in and give them some different. um, But I'm just excited for him and this program, and it's it's sad to see Bronco gone because, you know, I've been coaching here for 15 years, so he was right after me, and um, I've got to know him very well, but – I think he'll do a great job of Virginia. I think some of the things that they need, he will come in and bring with his coaching staff and what, what he's trying to do. It was a great game. It was sad to see, you know, I just wish BYU would have started better. Yeah. You know, if they could have maybe got a couple field goals instead of touchdowns, it might have been a different game. But, you, God, what a lot of credit to the staff and those players to not give up. Yeah. To come back and make it a game and really – they, you know, five more minutes, they 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 probably win. You know, and, mm. but it was it was a great game. Yeah, I, I I didn't leave too disappointed just because of of how the guys battled and 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 fought back. And and when you look at Coach Satake and and his experience that he brings and him being uh, a head coach for the first time, um, what do you think is going through his mind? And and what went through your mind when you first got your head coaching job? That you want to do really well. That you've finally got your chance. It's like in life, you you get an opportunity and you make the, the best of it. And I think uh, I think he will. I think he's excited to to come here. He played here, so he knows what what he has to deal with 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 everything. And um, 
I'm sure he'll he'll put the time in that, that he really needs to. When you were making your list of priorities when you got that head coaching gig, what was item number one on your agenda in that first week? Boy, I think the first thing was hire the right people for me. And he, he, he has to hire way more than I had to and get the right person. His, his offensive coordinator is going to be big, whoever he hires, because – He's going to probably lean towards the defensive end and um, focus on that, and he's going to have to have somebody he totally trusts. And, you know, it works down the line. I mean, assistant coaches to strength coaches to film people to all these things he has to take care of, and it's a, it's a, it's a big plunge. Coach, when you were getting interviewed and, and going through the process of becoming the head coach, were you starting to reach out to, to people and saying, hey, I may get this job. I'm really close. This is my, I'm going to the third round. I'm really close, buddy. Would you come with me? Um, you have a short list of people that you've dealt with in your coaching career who you trust. And um, mine was a little bit different because you all know coaching the women, um, I had to get at least half my staff needed to be female right. because yeah. of recruiting and also just the best way of doing it. And I, I didn't have a lot of connections with – a lot of female coaches. And so uh, my first hire was Allie Bills, who played at the University of Utah when I coached. And then she came here when I was here at BYU, and I had a lot of trust in her. And then the next year um, I, I hired Stacy, one of my players. I've kind of done that. I've hired um, kind of my players because I've known them the best, and I feel like that they know my system and what I'm trying to do. And it, it's been very positive. I mean, right now – Linda played for me. She's she's done a great job for the last five years. I've counted on her heavily, and she's she's done that. and And she knows me. She knows how I react to things. And so, but you kind of have that, you know, you, you Brian, you, you kind of have that list. Some of them don't want to leave where they're at, so you have to kind of <laughs> talk them into it and and this and that. So it's 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 a tough process. Tomorrow, your team, BYU Women's Basketball, opens conference play in San Diego, of all places. Not a bad place to visit. No. And that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Six. BYU Women's Hoops beginning conference play on a six-game win streak. Coach, you turned things around here in the non-conference season. What would you attribute that recent success to in terms of on the court play um Lexi right on part of it I mean she's played very very well um Purcell is finally starting to realize what she needs to do for this team speaking and, of Kalani's right Kalani Purcell yeah yeah we kind of call her KP you know see, short, that's, that's what, see you know? I wanted to do that too I want to call coach Kalani coach coach K yeah, you know, so I'm, it I'm makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, it's easier. I, I, I butcher names, so especially, <laughs> especially during the heat of the game, and so KP is a lot easier for me to say. But um, I think those two have stepped it up, and then I think, uh, you know, my young freshman has come in, Jasmine Moody, and really played pretty well. Mackenzie Morrison has been solid. Um, she had a she had one game where she struggled a little bit against Oklahoma, but she bounced back from it. Uh, Kylie is becoming a true point guard leading our team and doing what we need to and you know it's we scheduled this it was hard I knew it it didn't look too good when we lost uh three games you know close 
I'm going, what am I doing? And got <laughs> Texas A&M and all this stuff. And I lose Orton to an injury and, you know, but um, I don't know if you heard. I mean, my, my assistant coach, Dan Nelson's really into RPI and all that and strength of schedule. And I heard we're six RPI with a four. Boom. With a four mm. schedule. So if we can, we can take care of business in our conference, do what we need to do. I think we've set ourselves in a pretty good position. So. Coach, Excited about that. What's what's so? What's the mentality? Speaking of conference, heading into conference, I, I remember when I played, and if we had a, a rocky um, preseason or, or non-conference um, uh, play, I would always say, "Hey, we got to step it up, guys. Yeah. It's it's conference. It's a different mindset. It's a whole another season." How how do you convey that message when you guys are doing so well? Does anything change? You you kind of what you said. The the basketball season is is divided into four or five. You know, stages. One's preseason, like conditioning, then preseason, then conference, then postseason, then after after that. And so what we've done as a coaching staff is we say, okay, we've done this. We've done well in our preseason. Now it's conference. And, you know, Gonzaga's won 11 straight years. So we're looking at it. We, we would like to win a conference championship. And so we're focused on that. The sad part is we play San Diego's 10-1. So they've had a great preseason themselves, and it'll be tough winning there. But we match up well with them, and hopefully we can come out and play like we've been playing. Coach, you know? we wish you the best of luck uh, as you uh, hit the pre-holiday swing in San Diego. Hopefully you get some time <laughs> off at least on Christmas to, to yeah. relax a little bit. Yeah, we get the 24th and 25th off, which is really nice, and the 27th. You know, Sunday, so we get those days off. But uh, <laughs> tell, tell them that real real men don't take vacations. Tell them yeah, that, real coach. people don't do it. That's right. <laughs> Good luck in the hey, Slim thanks. Gym, one of my favorite gymnasium names in the West Coast Conference, the uh, Jenny Craig Pavilion. Yeah, that's right, Slim Gym. I didn't think about that. That's good. <laughs> Way to go. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Spencer. Coming up, who deserves our rise and shout? This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Join us tomorrow with Anson Winder, who will recap BYU's first game in Hawaii against the Harvard Crimson. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Brian, I'm giving it to Ziggy Ansah and Kyle Van Noy. Both guys had tackles in Detroit's 35-27 win on Monday Night Football over the Saints. I'm going to give it to Harvey Unga for real talk. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Our elite tweet of the day. What was the best thing you heard from Kalani Sataki yesterday? At Spenno underscore 77 says, the possibility of him sporting a mustache on the sideline. I'll grow mine out. If he grows up. <laughs> I'll, I'll grow it out. Thanks to our guests today and everyone on our crew. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Check out the podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Brian, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Atula Mealy. Happy holidays. We're back to work tomorrow.